It's Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Bonnie Elchie coming to you today with Calgary's Podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network. In today's special COVID-19 interview series, we are talking with Jen Lofgren, who is the founder of Insido, an executive leadership coaching firm in Calgary. For the last 15 years, Jen has been coaching leaders and executives to be the bold, daring, and magnetic leaders they know they can be. She is a master certified coach, a Dare to Lead facilitator, and recently received a Top 100 Most Powerful Women Award from the Women's Executive Network. So welcome, Jen, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Bonnie, for having me. So before we start talking about the strange world that we're living in right now, why don't you spend just a couple minutes telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and your business? Well, I am, am a, well, I was a HR professional that was drawn from a high-tech career into a second career in human resources because I had an interest in leadership, culture, and teams. And I started inside of executive and leadership development in the 2009 downturn, wanting to specialize in this niche area of human resources and people development. And I think something else that's important about my journey is that we lost 70% of our clients in the 2015 downturn. And by early 2016, we were growing leaps and bounds. And 2016 was our biggest year in business. So as a business, I've seen us through uh, building in a downturn, through a couple of other downturns. and. you know, here we go again. Here we go again. Well, and I, I'd love to um, latch on to that a bit. How were you able to rebuild after losing 70% of your clients? What were some of the things that you did? Well, you know, I have to say I have no crystal ball. You know, there were some things that I was seeing earlier in 2015, just seeing the ups and downs of the energy industry in Calgary in the past and having a husband that was in that industry. It looked like there were some signs that there might be another slowdown. And 70% of our clients were in energy and energy services and was spending more time earlier in the year building relationships in the other industries that we were serving. And then the fall of 2015, within two months, we lost 70% of our clients between September and November. And uh, come January, uh, a lot of those people that we had talked to in January, February, March of the year before started coming and asking for a conversation. And it was a year-long building process to develop those relationships and then to continue giving into the business community and developing those relationships through the fall of 2015 when things were uh, going down for us and all of our clients. And through Christmas and into January, it was really continuing to get involved in the business community through our local chamber of commerce, through reaching out to clients and uh, developing new relationships. Well, and here here we're now in something that I don't think anyone has ever truly experienced to this degree. So how are you managing now? What are you doing to to keep your business going and, and maybe even some of the lessons that you're learning along the way? I think we've been all hit a lot less hard than a lot of our clients and a lot of other members of the business community. We have worked remotely uh, with our clients across North America that are outside Calgary for many, many years. So to be using video conference technology to do coaching sessions with clients is not new for us. It is new for our clients in Calgary and making that transition for them. 
our clients in Calgary are used to having a quiet, confidential um, space with big whiteboards to think about their thinking. And we're not able to offer that to our clients anymore that are struggling with managing distractions at home and it's not a quiet, confidential space. And that's new, but where our business has really been impacted is working with leadership teams mm. and running workshops. That business for us, it, we've seen cancellations or we've seen them be put on hold and don't know when or if uh, doing that work with clients can resume. We've been fortunate to be able to move some of that online. And then there's been the technology learning curve for us to go from working one-on-one with clients online for an hour, an hour and a half to two hours to um, doing full day workshops with 20 people uh, from eight till five, which is very different use of the technology and having to ramp up our use of technology in new ways and ways that we're shifting and looking at uh, keeping things moving forward for us is uh, just doing a lot more of business development. We're doing a lot more giving into the community. We're doing webinars and pro bono coaching offerings to support leaders as they navigate through this challenge uh, to talk about and um, have webinars on some of the timely challenges, whether it's managing triggers under stress or navigating. How do we do strategic planning at a time like this? Or do we even do strategic planning? And how do we make some of these tough decisions where there's really no right answers? Nobody's been here before. And then how do we communicate this tough news? And so we've been spending a lot of time having conversations, supporting our clients, but also members of the business community and navigating these challenges of leadership that they're encountering. And this is how the business was built from the very beginning, was giving into the business community and trusting that the people we give to may not become our clients, but they'll be the ones that refer us to work with the leaders that they see are fit to work with us in the future. And so those are, those are the things that we're doing to find our way through. Well, and, and it's no secret that Calgary's in a very difficult place, you know, arguably the most impacted out of any major city in Canada by not only, um, you know, having to change the way we work, but then what's happening with the uh, energy markets as well. And I'm curious, what are you saying to those clients that you have in, in your coaching practice who maybe are leaders in those energy companies where they really are, are faced with probably the most difficult situations they've ever encountered? This isn't 2008 and it's not 2015. I'm doing a lot of listening and a lot less talking. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, um, it's it's a really hard place for those leaders to be. There's a lot of emotion that comes up, and they're in a role where they're putting on the brave face for others. They're the ones delivering the hard news, and there's not a lot of people for them to talk to about how they're feeling. And so I've been doing a lot of listening and acknowledging that that's really hard and that it's okay for this to be hard and gut-wrenching right now and it's okay to not be the ray of sunshine and uh, focus only on the optimism because uh, for us to embrace the the good things ahead we need to acknowledge what's really hard or it doesn't come from an authentic place and we have to be able to process the grief that we're going through and so I'm spending a lot of time with leaders really listening to what's really hard right now and that it's okay to be hard so that they can move through it and be able to then start to process the the grief and the loss and the challenges for themselves. And that frees up the creative thinking and what they're going to create for the future. 
And Jen, are there resources or helpful tools that you've been recommending that maybe would be of use to our listeners who are entrepreneurs across the country? So obviously experiencing many of the same things, but also different depending on their geography. You know, one of the resources that uh, we've been sharing out there that I see has been uh, picked up more than any other resource is a tool that comes from a thought leader named Kristen Neff. She is a self-compassion researcher, and she's got a few free website resources on self-compassion.org, and they're guided self-compassion meditations. And every time we share out after a webinar, we've been sharing this out and we're able to see which links people are clicking on more than others. And the self-guided or the guided self-compassion meditations have been clicked on way more than any other. So that website is self-compassion.org and you're looking for uh, guided meditations. I think that goes back to that uh, helping leaders process what they're going through and not just pushing it aside and being there for everybody else but being able to navigate through it yourself so that you do have the energy to be able to support those around you. Yeah, that's a very, very difficult spot to be in. And at the same time, I'm imagining as you're coaching, you have also had to make some adjustments with your own business. You've touched on them a bit, but how is your team doing? Like, how have you had to pivot in, in this current work environment that we're in? Well, uh all, all of our team, they're all working from home and some of them have always worked from home and uh, some of them uh, are used to working in the office here in Calgary and they're navigating being on Zoom all day long working with clients. And that's that's exhausting to be on Zoom all day long and then some of them have children and some of them don't. So then some of them are dealing with trying to manage like a lot of other parents homeschooling their children. And then others are dealing a little bit more with the the loneliness of being isolated and socially disconnected from a broader community, including a community of peers. And then there's the adjustment to, as I said, the technology and rampant learning of technology and how to work with some leadership teams and with groups and running some workshops and doing so in an online platform that goes well beyond uh, one-to-one meetings or even team meetings to being able to bring in other technologies to be able to navigate how do we have an effective experience together and helping a team navigate some hard conversations to uh, learning some new leadership concepts and navigate applying them to themselves. Uh, That's been a steep learning curve for us, even though we've been immersed in this technology for years and uh, gives us a new insight into what our clients are dealing with as they just start to use some of this technology. And uh, I think when it comes to our team, the other challenge is we're actually been super, super busy. So it's harder for us to stay connected with, with one another. And what are you doing to, to help yourself manage these challenging, stressful times? Do you have some, some hacks or some tips that you could offer? I think uh, some of the things that I would suggest is uh, I have a dedicated home office and that's not possible for everyone. What is possible is to set up your space to be your workspace and then to shut it down at the end of your workday. One of the things that I've been talking about to a lot of clients to help them 
create that workspace and allow them to focus and be their work environment during work, but then to also step away from it is to get a white noise machine. I've been talking to a lot of clients about them because they're struggling with all the distractions from their their family. But then also, once they leave their workspace, it almost follows with. And a white noise machine can give you that quiet privacy. But also the environment changes when you step out of it and you turn the white noise machine off. It actually feels like you've left work or you've left that environment. And uh, my favorite one, it comes from the 1970s. It's old school. It doesn't have the speaker. It doesn't have a whole bunch of different options. It's called a Marpac Dome. And it's the same one that psychologists have been using since 1970. The lower tech, the better the white noise machine is. So I've been suggesting it to a lot of clients over the last decade and working with them to help them with distractions in their work environment. And now I've been introducing it to a lot of uh, clients to navigate in their workspace. The other thing I've been talking to clients about is um, we're finding that people are working way more hours today than they were pre-COVID. And they're seeing that for their employees too and making a point of taking a break, taking an hour for lunch or half an hour, go out for a walk if you can, uh, depending on where you are and what the restrictions are, taking time to make yourself uh, a real meal. And also when it comes to connecting with your coworkers and your team, get on video as much as you can. Instead of a five-minute phone call, have a five-minute video call and connect with people to deal with the, the isolation, but also staying connected with your peers and you'll have much more productive conversations than you will on a phone and certainly uh, than you would over email. And so as we look ahead and, and some of the provinces are now introducing um, their, their reopening plans and, and most of those are a phased approach, how, how do you see this unfolding or, or how are you coaching your clients as we start to look ahead to what everyone is calling the new normal? I think the number one is don't try and do it alone. Get out and talk with other leaders or, and other entrepreneurs and be honest where you're struggling. There is no new normal. So you're creating something that's never existed before. You're turning your business into a business that's never existed before and no one's no one knows the right answer it's so important to reach out to other business leaders um, other business owners other entrepreneurs to hear their perspective to hear what they're struggling with what their ideas are to bounce your ideas off of them so that you first of all you don't feel alone and the second is that they'll offer you new perspectives and the solutions that you put forward will be better than anything that you could possibly do by yourself. Do you see a silver lining in, in anything here that we've gone through and, you know, so many changes so quickly this year? This crisis has devastated businesses and the economy. And really the silver lining is we'll appreciate our local small businesses more than ever we're going to see a significant loss of small businesses in our communities. I've seen small businesses closing in my community already from a fitness studio to some restaurants and to ones that are in some of the small office buildings that I know are already closing that we can't see because they're not street level, that we're going to see um, a lot of small businesses that are the fabric of our communities close. And I think the silver lining is we're going to see uh, how important they are in 
our community and appreciate them and support them like never before. And I think that's good for all of us, not just post-COVID. I wish we've been doing that all along. And I think the silver lining is we're going to see how uh, how pertinent and important to not just business, but our communities as a whole, those small businesses are. Do you have any other either thoughts or tips that you would like to share in terms of either discussions that you've been having with your own clients, or I know you have a high profile with the Calgary business community. Is there anything else that you would like to share today? You know, I think it's maybe coming back to a couple of things that I've already talked about. And I think we right now need to double down on community. We need to double down on reaching out and we need to double down on creating for the future. Those are great thoughts. And Calgarians are very resilient and they will rise to the challenge. And we have always had a community here, both business and and just personally, that rises above great adversity. Well, before we go, Jen, why don't you share um, your contact information, including your website? I'm sure we'll have listeners that will be interested if you're offering webinars and coaching opportunities. So why don't you let us know where we can find you? Absolutely. You can find me on the web at insito.ca. It's I-N-C-I-T-O.ca. And I'm also active on LinkedIn. And you can also find me on Twitter. And uh, on LinkedIn, we've been sharing how to get in touch with some of our coaches for some of the pro bono coaching we've been offering. So you can find us on LinkedIn. And we've got some links to jump right into our coaches' calendars for some pitch-free real coaching uh, on any topic that uh, you might need to dig into to get some support if you don't already have a coach you're working with, with no expectation, just a confidential uh, conversation with the coach. That is an incredible service that you're offering to business leaders. So thank you for doing that. That is so important. And thank you for taking time out of a very busy day to to chat with me and, and to share your insights. I think they'll really be a benefit to our listeners. So really appreciate you being our guest today. Thank you, Bonnie. It's my pleasure. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters. And if you have a minute, please write a review for us on iTunes. You can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. And make sure you check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country 